Welcome to Locked On Bulls. Today's episode is brought to you by NBA Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the future of being an NBA fan. On officially licensed greatest moments from NBA history, sign up today at LockedOn.NBATopShot.com. But today, we're going to get into the Bulls' loss against the New York Knicks, where me and Pat the Designer, this is going to be a therapy session, bro. Let's go ahead and get into it right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You have found yourself on Locked On Bulls. Thank you for making us your first listen of today, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And all that, all that, I'm glad we got all that out of the way. Pat, um, what they are who we thought they were, right? Yep. Chicago Bulls lost to the New York Knicks in a game in which you, you can't even just say that they didn't make adjustments. Billy Donovan did make some adjustments. The players played pretty well throughout, except Kobe shooting the ball like like crap. Um, but overall. This team got completely outward. The offensive rebounding and Alex Burks killed us in this game. The the uh, the Knicks converting, uh, I think, thirteen offensive rebounds over twenty points and twenty second chance points on top of Alex Burks killing us uh, from from three point range. <sighs> talk me off the ledge, Pat. Do you even have the ability to talk me off the? Off I'm the jumping ledge? right with you, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> like, this this is this is the thing, right? I'm happy. Bulls are better. Yeah, Bulls are moving in the right direction. I'm happy. And, and I have the ability to look at the season as that. But this team has shown you that they're not mentally ready for this moment. This team has shown you that they're not mentally capable of being ready for this moment. And they've shown you pretty consistently that they're not mentally ready to be – or mentally ready for this moment. The last time we had a win versus Cleveland – we went out west. We got our heads kicked in by Sacramento the game after that. They didn't fight back, got their heads kicked in the game after that. Didn't fight back, played Phoenix. You already know that's a head kicking in. Yeah. This could be that spiral again, except versus much worse teams. And here's the thing. I'm not going to fall into the cycle of, oh, maybe they can. Maybe they could do this. Maybe they. They're not. They haven't shown you anything. They haven't shown you that the things that they say in these post-game shows, they're actually putting into place. I hear DeMar DeRozan say, it's going to click for us. We just got to find it. We got to take that time. We got to go back to the film. I hear Billy Donovan talking about the film. Go back to the film. Check this out. I, 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 I'm watching the game. Y'all playing the game. I'm just watching the game. Y'all are playing the game. I can tell you what's wrong without looking at the film. Stop leaving Alec Burks open in the corner. Oh, but wait. That's what y'all did with Korkmaz. Mm. Oh, that's what y'all did with Devontae Graham. Oh, that's what y'all did with – I don't even know who the heck y'all did it with with freaking uh, Sacramento. Oh, what's buddy's name? Little young dude. Uh, oh, Mitchell. Oh, yeah, Davion yeah, yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Davion that's what y'all did with Davion Mitchell. And then don't, don't forget uh, what Valdez. Was that his name over with the Pelicans? The young bull who oh, killed us uh, the Pelicans? Jose, Jose something. Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. Alvarado. Yeah, Alvarado. Hey, hey, y'all did it so much with that, man. He got a contract based on a four-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got him paid. The Bulls are getting people paid. Like, Jesus, man. You you have to. Listen, 
Maya Angelou has the greatest quote of all time. When people tell you who they are, believe them. The Bulls have told you who they are. I believe that. I believe that, and I'm I'm sorry to say it, Bulls fans. I've been on here, and we've been the rah, the rah rah guys. We've been the guys that have been hyping this team up. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to hype up left. They are who we thought they were, and guess what? They're probably a first round exit. I don't see this team beating Philly. I don't see this team beating. I mean, listen, if you get Cleveland, maybe you you get high enough to beat Cleveland, maybe get to a two seed. Which but they're almost win games out of being able to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to win games to get to a two seat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I don't see this team. That there's no team right now, first round, that I see this team having the ability to beat based on the fact that when they do win a game, they mm-hmm. aren't able or capable to fight back the next game out and keep that same energy that it takes. And you went into the Cleveland, you went into Cleveland saying that we think we had to treat this like a playoff game, but you didn't go into Madison square garden, treating this like a playoff game. I just went to Cleveland. I just got back from Cleveland. There's nothing about that place that says, I, I'm excited to be here. Let's treat this like a playoff game. You know what does have that? Madison Square Garden. <laughs> sad, dog. It's sad. It's sad. But here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not the jump off the ledge. I'm not the I I there's some people that were in my live over on the Windy City Breeze that were talking about, hey, listen, we need to get rid of DeMar. We should have never brought him here. We need to get rid of Billy oh, wow. Donovan. We should have never brought him here. They're stupid. That's that's yeah. dumb. That's dumb. That's dumb. That's just a dumb take. But there are specific moments in this game that I can point to where guys like DeMar DeRozan absolutely put the Bulls out of contention. And while he cooked in the fourth quarter, the first three quarters, I mean specifically, you, you, you have to get your team involved. You have to get these players involved. You came out in the first at, from the end of the first half, walked onto the court, Four seconds were off the shot clock, and you put up a jump shot and missed. And then on the other end, you got fouled in an and one. Guess what that does? That takes your team out of it. You started the thing off down what? What were we down? Four? Yep. And it quickly ballooned to 10-11. You got to recognize the moment, bro. You got to recognize the moment, and the Bulls don't recognize the moment they're in. The Bulls don't recognize where they could be right now, and that's why we're sitting where we're at possibly about to be a play into playing is looking more and more likely every game that goes by and the thing in this game right like i said before billy donovan did make some adjustments to the pick and roll finally and and we did see that and and they had some success after they did that but the one thing that bothered me in this game pat is that we clearly were getting outworked on the offensive rebounding purely based off size and in a game in which size was killing us kobe white who couldn't hit anything. He could not throw a ball and hit the ocean right now. You didn't go to Tristan Thompson, 14 minutes. Patrick Williams, 14 minutes. Javante Green, 14 minutes. Kobe White, 21 minutes. I And I understand having a player hoping that they can work themselves out of a shooting slump. But in a game where shooting wasn't your issue, it was the second chance points and the offensive rebounding that you were allowing 
Why did Patrick Williams not get in the game? Why did Javante Green, who has some energy, at least, right, did not get in that game? These are the type of issues that, that cause the Bulls this game. It's not just on Billy, Billy Donovan. I know people are going to say, oh, Billy Donovan in adjustments. And that is an issue. In this game, it wasn't, though. It was, well, I guess in a way it was. Like he didn't adjust to what he needed to do to, to the personnel he needed to play out there. He's been telling us Patrick Williams is on this 18 to 26-minute restriction. So why did Patrick Williams only play 14 minutes in a game where his size and athleticism were desperately needed and he played pretty solid defense didn't do nothing for us offensively but really neither did kobe white at least then you have somebody out there with some size why didn't he play kobe white down the stretch of this game i, I don't know i i don't know i mean i look at i look at patrick williams i mean i guess you're trying to work him back in but at a minimum you needed to put somebody else in the game that could step up and play javante green or, or, or play uh, 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 Emmanuel quickly or could yeah. play R.J. Barrett. Heck, the only time I saw somebody play well defensively on R.J. Barrett was when P. P. Will was on the, the floor. So, like, I, I I don't have an answer for it, dog. And, and here's the problem. The Bulls don't either. Mm. The Bulls don't either. The, the Bulls have no answers right now for what's happening on the floor. The Bulls have no answers right now for what's happening with Patrick Williams, for what's happening with DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine. They, they have no answers. They have no answers why this team is – and that's a problem. They, there's, there's no answers why we can't close out defensively in the corner. There's no answers to why we can't figure out how a pick-and-roll works, how defense on a pick-and-roll where you play back. Somebody need me to tell let – me, let me, do we need to explain it real quick? <laughs> Go when ahead. Drop it on, brother. Drop it on. When somebody set the screen, right, and you get hit by the screen, if, if you can't get over the screen, which you should try to fight over the screen, stop being a pansy. If you can't get over the screen, you drop back and you go with the roller and you don't give them the inside position. <laughs> you, know, you know what happens when you do give them the inside position? Exactly what keeps happening to y'all. That's that's how pick and roll works. Like, I I don't get it. Like we're getting beat by high school concepts. The basics of basketball is what's killing us right now. The getting, basics no, of like, basketball. What? What? <laughs> but we're gonna get into more of that, and hopefully, unlike what Kanye said, hopefully we'll find some of the answers. But first, I gotta talk to you guys about NBA Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the officially licensed product by the NBA. Connect with passionate community of NBA fans across the globe and build your collection with your favorite moments from NBA history. NBA Top Shot is the future of what being an NBA fan looks like. It's part trading cards, part stock market, and part fantasy uh, sports with a built-in loyalty program. NBA Top Shot has evolved trading cards and made it easier to buy, sell, and trade by removing the hassle of card grading, shoe boxes, binders. Uh, their 24-7 peer-to-peer marketplace lets you scroll through all of your favorite players and teams once you find the moment you've been looking for. Now, here I hear all the time, why would you buy something that I could watch on YouTube for free? And I tell people that it's not about watching the highlight. It's about having ownership in the stock market of the NBA's greatest moments. 
and owning the NBA Top Shot moments can get you access to unviable once-in-a-lifetime experiences. For example, Top Shot flew out a group of fans to Phoenix for Game 5 of the NBA Finals just for having Phoenix Suns moments in their collections. The following week, Top Shot flew a group of fans to New York for the NBA draft, and these collectors got to have dinner with future first-round picks the night before they were drafted and play basketball with the New York Knicks' Obi Toppin, who contributed to killing us tonight. If you sign up for NBA Top Shot today, the best way to start is getting yourself a starter pack. You can pull a moment for any superstar like LeBron or KD or star rookies like Cade Cunningham or Evan Mobley. Head over to LockedOn.com. I'm sorry, LockedOn.NBATopShot.com to start building your collection today. Now, before we get into it, I got another one for you. We also have to talk about Truebill. Now, Truebill uh, is it, it protects you from all of those other subscriptions. I know I have a ton of subscriptions, and so it's 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 really built around uh, to help to hope basically that you forget what you're subscribed to. They renew your free trials without your consent. It's a business scam. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forget about. On average, people save about $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there to, to help you when you need them can to cancel unwanted subscriptions. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now to Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. All right, now that we've done and taken care of the business aspect of it, you said they don't have the answers. Well, I got I to gotta present this to you, Pat. Let's do it. What if the answer is firing Billy Donovan? Now, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think we'd be remiss if we at least didn't talk about offseason coming up. Not saying that the Bulls should go in necessarily looking for sure to move on for Billy Donovan, but if a perfect coach comes up, something happens, what percentage of it are you putting on it that you would be interested in moving on from Billy Donovan, depending on what happens the rest of the season? I mean, who's the coach? You know what I'm saying? We're getting a very, a very narrowed in viewpoint here. Like Billy Donovan is the worst coach to ever it's coach basketball. True. When we're, when we're talking about our team being a, we're upset about our team being a fifth seed. I realized we were an 11 seed last year, right? Like, who's the coach like I, I i'm okay with i'm always okay with improving if there's no other option i don't feel these same loyalties that the reinsdorfs have felt to to players and teams that have held them back for time mm -hmm. but i don't think that time is now I've watched, like, we can be upset by what's happening this season, but guess what? I've watched Billy Donovan coach a young team, and they absolutely improved. You want to know how to what point? How good's that team now? That's a good point. That is how a good great is that point. OKC, yeah. OKC team now? Now, granted, you lose Chris Paul, that's a big loss. But how good's that team now? Okay. Look at the difference that Billy Donovan makes for a team. Billy, look at the difference he's made for our team. Mm -hmm. like, like, remember this last season? We really thought the Bulls might make the playoffs if Zach didn't catch COVID. 
Zach missed two weeks at the end of the season when we first got Vooch. Yeah. And we really thought that they might wait make the, the playoffs. And they should have. They, they would have made the playoffs last year. If Zach didn't catch yeah. COVID. That's how big of a difference that adding Billy Donovan makes. I'm not saying that Billy Donovan is the best coach in the NBA. Mm. I'm not saying that Billy Donovan is the end-all, be-all. What I am saying is for the point that you're at right now, Billy Donovan is the right coach for you to have. He's the bridge coach. At, at worst, he's the bridge coach. At most, he could possibly do more than that. The, the Bulls need to improve this bench. Next. And, I, and I, I presented the question because at least I know over my stream, you got so many people talking about Billy Donovan uh, needing to be fired. Um, <laughs> <and> so, <laughs> so with that said, like I said, Billy Donovan very well probably won't be the coach that if this Bulls team does win a title, that's the coach when we win the title. And that's fine. But he definitely does deserve to get another season hopefully with more health, hopefully with an improved bench and see what he can do there. There's a lot going on with this team this season. Um, and I still I still go back and think about the fact that at one point in this season, Billy Donovan had us top five in offense, top five in defense. Yeah. So that, that's what that's what people don't think about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, they, they didn't have them top five here. They didn't have them. Yeah, right now. Mm -hmm. He also coached you to a first place position when – Literally no one was left. Like we were running out Matt Thomas on a regular basis and everybody was like, why are you playing Matt Thomas? Because there was nobody left. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, right? I, I'm okay with pointing out Billy Donovan's flaws. Yeah. That doesn't mean he can't win. I want y'all to understand something. Frank Vogel has an NBA championship. There's a limit to how much coaching matters if you don't have the great player. Frank Vogel legitimately has an NBA championship, and I question whether he's a good head coach, let alone a great head coach. Gotcha. He just figured out two weeks ago, hey, maybe we should start the seven-foot dude in Dwight Howard that keeps getting rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I look at everything situationally. And I put a ton of it on the players. I've seen mm -hmm. great players win with subpar coaching. And I don't think Billy Donovan's a subpar coach. I think he's a good coach. I wouldn't say mm -hmm. he's great. He's a good coach. I wouldn't say he's great. But is he good enough if the players on the court do their job and execute the plays right? Like, really, what has Billy done that has hindered the players from doing what they should do. What has Billy done offensively that says DeMar DeRozan, don't go out there and break a Wilt Chamberlain record? What has Billy done that says Zach Levine, don't go out there and be a 50-40-90 player? What has he done that says, okay. I mean, maybe we could say Vooch. Maybe Vooch, how he's used Vooch. We can have some problem with that. I mean, well, there's problems to be, to me, there's problems to be had with Billy Donovan. The offense is absolutely stagnated and gotten stale. And he, But again, Billy Donovan is one of those coaches who, Give him another offseason, he's going to create a whole new offense every year. Um, but there are some things that Billy Donovan has has faltered at. But like you said, he's not a perfect coach. He's not a great coach. He's a good coach. Um, but with that being said, like, the, the lack of adjustments to what other teams do defensively. Like I said, in this game, you can't really point to that because he adjusted to the pick and roll. Um, but he does some questionable things. His lineup sometimes are questionable, too. But I think just like with the Vooch thing that people do with Vooch is that when you watch somebody every game, night in and night out, the things that they do start pitching you off a little bit more. Yeah. So. 
I, I, I agree. And, and mm. I'm not saying like that Billy is the end all be all. But what I am saying is I've seen a heck of a lot of players win championships with coaching that we was like, is that going to get it done? Let's be real. Uh, 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 Mike Malone, not Mike Malone. Who's, who's buddy in Milwaukee? Uh, um, why can't I think of his name? Um, shit. But, I'm, yeah, but yeah, yeah, whatever. But Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, there you go. He was legitimately a week away from getting fired if the Milwaukee Bucks don't go on a championship run. <laughs> like, we remember that, right? Like, I've yeah. seen, like, there's coaches in this league that legitimately are bad coaches, and they succeed because they have good players with them. Billy Donovan is not a bad head coach. Yeah. Do I think that Billy makes the perfect decision every single time out? No. Do I think that Billy has some flaws? Absolutely. Do I think I question his rotations uh, 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 sometimes because I'm like, hey, man, like I, it's been 20 minutes. We need defense and none of the defenders are out there. But I don't look at Billy Donovan as a failure of a head coach. And I'll be honest with you, based on a lot of the guys that we could have got, based on a lot of the guys that have been here, y'all better thank y'all lucky stars that we have, Billy Donovan. Who y'all want back? Y'all want Fred back? <laughs> y'all want Jim back? Or y'all want to go get Vinny? I know y'all don't want Tibbs back. Y'all watch what he keep doing every team he go to. I love Tibbs. I love the Bulls he gave us. But that was a special select group of teams. And guess what? He keep dragging them players everywhere he go. Mark Jackson. That's a, that's a great comment by uh, by Pan. I, and we're going to get in the comments a little bit just here. Mark Jackson, great comment. Uh, go, go listen to how the players talked about uh, uh, how he was going to be using them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, get, Green, let's get into that. Draymond Green legitimately says he was going to be out of the league. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Let's take care of some business, and then we can get into these comments. Let's take care of the yeah. bills, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. I, just, I love this conversation, man. Hey, we want to let y'all know this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, man. With the ever-increasing number in makes and models, it's now possible for your local chain auto parts store to stock. It's not uh, possible run that back it's now impossible for your local chain and auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need uh why endure often pointless and seamless intimidating questions is your honda odyssey an lx or an ex bro i swear i'll be ready to smack people on that we'll switch that <laughs> and uh wait while the person is behind the counter uh, of checking on the computer choosing the only brand that their warehouse may carry listen Here's the thing. You go over to Rock Auto, you're saving time and money. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more on some of these parts from a chain store or a car dealership when you can just go over to Rock Auto? For example, Honda Odyssey pump at a store could run you $353. From Rock Auto, 216 bucks, man. So Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and they always have reliably low prices for every customer. Here's what I need y'all to do, man. Go over to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at, give it a second to breathe, rockauto.com. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Mark Jackson was just mentioned as somebody, listen, 
this if they would have brought in Mark Jackson after Jim Boylan play, everybody would have just left. Like everybody would have just walked away and left. They would have been like, you know what? We're not even gonna talk a contract. Don't even worry about it. I'll give you some money back. We up out of here. I love Mark Jackson. He's not he wasn't the right coach. Now, if you had Mark Jackson instead of Jim Boylan for a little stretch and then brought somebody else, and I you can get behind, <laughs> I can get behind that. But if you were talking about following up Jim Boylan with Mark Jackson, you might as well have just blown up the franchise. Like sell the franchise. Everything, everybody got to go at that point. This is the thing um, about Mark Jackson. I don't want to <laughs> give unnecessary slander of the man. I don't, I don't really care about you know the off the court stuff. I just look yeah. at what he did on the court. Mark Jackson wanted to be wanted Steph Curry to be a traditional point. Mark Jackson wanted Draymond Green to be a spot up shooter. Mark Jackson wanted Clay Thompson. Actually, he wanted Clay Thompson to be with Clay Thompson is. So that was a good call. But like <laughs> you, you literally could have changed two guys' careers. Draymond says he would have been out of the NBA in that situation. I just want Bulls fans to look at what we have and be realistic about yeah. the coaching situation that's in place. Remember two years ago, it was Jim Boylan. Remember, three years ago or four years ago, whatever it was, it was Fred Hoiberg, guys who we said, hey, why doesn't your offense work? Why doesn't your defense work? Why are you getting beat by everyone? Why can't you compete on a consistent basis? Why can't you figure out how to, like, like the things you're killing Billy Donovan for adjustment-wise, like, They've worked for what, 43 wins? Mm. When when is the last time we had 43 wins? I'm not saying that this season has gone perfect. I'm not saying that this season has gone uh, uh, exactly according to plan. But we absolutely have 43 wins, and we had 31 last year. Yeah. Spice Bands in the chat says, for sure, Pat, I don't think anybody's saying Billy sucks. We're just saying he is part of the problem, too. No, nah, there's some got, people S- here saying Billy sucks. <laughs> yeah, some people are. SB Talk says Billy is not the problem. Now, that I don't agree with. Like, SB Talk Sports, I don't agree that Billy's not the problem at all. He's definitely part of the problem. Um, but there, he's part of the problem amongst a lot of problems right now that we've been discovered since the All-Star break. Here's here's my thing, right? How much is on Billy? How much is on the players? How much is on the NBA? Because I, I, I'll say that there is a clear-cut difference in how the Bulls are being officiated before oh, for sure. the All-Star game and after the All-Star game. And we know that the refs get together on that kind of stuff. Well, you know, I don't know if this is the platform to say it, but, you know, I have a – I have a conspiracy theory about the refs. <laughs> well, we'll 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 reconvene on that one, but you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's the NBA. Tim Donahue already said, like, we absolutely did these kind of things where we would come together and we would change based on how we saw mm. things being called at a certain part of the season. I mean, if we're being real, the Bulls have been called completely different in the second half of the season. On top of that, their shooters haven't been shooting nearly as well. 
if we're going to blame somebody, let's blame the people that can actually change what's happening. You know what Billy Donovan can affect? Knocking down shots versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Wide open shots at that. Knocking down shots versus the Sacramento Kings. Wide open shots at that. Knocking down shots versus name whatever scrub team you want to name that's beating us this year. Because I can go to every single one of those games and look at four to five shots per quarter that the Bulls haven't been able to knock down. You know what Billy Donovan doesn't change? Going seven to eight minutes without scoring. Because if he takes any one of the one four scores off of the floor, that's not going to help you. Okay. I give him his I, I give him his due. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're here. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I, I'm glad the Bulls are here. I would rather see the Bulls here than not. I, I don't think people really remember what we've been through for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because a lot of them haven't been here that whole time, too, though, Pat. This is that in mind. This is true. There's a lot of people that showed up when we started winning. This is very true. But it's so. it it's it's one of those things where I just want to see this team continue to succeed. I think that Billy's going to get another shot. I think that the Bulls are going to get a uh, 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 and here's the thing. If they don't come out in the next game or in the next season, cuz I don't I don't know if if this season is going to go any differently. If they don't come out in the next season with the change, then guess what? Yeah, move on from Billy. He's not the guy for you. But you can't tell me that in two seasons where your team has improved every season and we've visibly seen it, you're going to move on from that guy. If y'all want to do that, hey, y'all go root for whoever Jim Boyle is coaching next. Go check out the Team USA team, but I ain't on that. <laughs> I ain't on that. All right, so before we go home, though, Pat, Bulls, Seven games left in the season. Um, it's it, things are getting tight in the East. Uh, like at the beginning of uh, today, Boston was the number one seed. They're back down to the number four seed. Yeah. At this point, to you, is it even worth doing any type of conversation about? Like, do we just need to see the Bulls get as many wins as possible? Is there still anything about matchups that we should be having conversations about? Where do you sit with the Bulls finishing out the season? Anybody who's worried about the matchups, the things, anything like that, where do you currently sit at it on it right now? If you can't beat the Knicks, who am I to assume you're going to beat whatever team's going to play you in the playoffs? Well, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you can't beat the Knicks, who am I to assume that you're going to be able to beat? I mean, I guess the Cavs. We keep beating them. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like, do you feel confident in any matchup that's in the playoffs right now? Oh, no. Like I've said before, I've said this many times. Like, the Bulls can lose. Like, like I've said it to you. At the beginning of the season, it was like the Bulls have a fighter's chance to get anybody, against anybody. Now, it's the Bulls can lose against anybody at yeah. any point in time on any given day. So, at this, I just want to see the Bulls figure it out, man. We got positive news about Lonzo today. We didn't get to get into that yet. But uh, at the end of the day, when it comes to the play on the court, we I just want to see the Bulls play well, man. I want to see them figure it out. I want to see them play intensity on both sides, focus on both sides of the ball. Let all the other stuff, the seeding, all that, let that work for it, figure itself out, man. You can't, that's not in your control anymore. Let it figure itself out. Everything else is just, just kind of is what it is at this point, brother. This sucks. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I may seriously have to title this episode. It is what it is. Like, because I don't know what else to say. To any, anything this sucks, <laughs> Oh, man. Let's get up out of here, bro. All right, man. Uh, you, you guys can follow us collectively at Locked on Bulls and every social media platform we're on. Pat has been uh, getting the, uh, the uh, Instagram popping. I've been trying to hold down the Twitter. Um, we're going to get it more popping as we continue to go on. It's Listen, it's been a depressing time as Bulls fans. Uh, you can follow. Go ahead, Pat. I'll let, you, I'll let you tell them where they can follow you at. Also, hey, follow me at Pat the Designer on everything. P-A-T-T-H-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-E-R. Yes, I did go to public school, but they taught me how to spell. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z. Somebody asked, what's the Lonzo news? So I don't want to leave you hanging. I'll say this real quick. Uh, we'll probably go back into detail on it on, on tomorrow's episode. But so Lonzo is going to be reevaluated seven to ten days. Uh, he's doing some light uh, lifting, things like that. They're going to see how his body responds. Billy Donovan said that he is fighting and really wants to come back for this team this year. So we'll see what that does. But he's doing everything that he can to come back. So we may get Lonzo coming back as early as next week. Uh, today marked the seven day mark. So they say between the seven and 10 day mark, that means a couple more days. They're really going to figure out what's going on with Lonzo Ball. So that's it. That's the quick update on that. We'll break it down to what that means more. Probably get more news too between now and the next episode. But that's it for us for tonight, man. We're out. We love you guys, man. Stay up, Bulls fans. Keep you, keep your positive energy going as much as you can. But uh, we got to get up out of here, man, because I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe out there. All right, peace, y'all. Peace.